1: Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
2: This portion of the show is brought to you by NHTSA. Whether you get pulled over or get into a crash, drinking and driving will change your whole world. Drive sober or get pulled over, paid for by NHTSA. College picks, NFL picks. We'll do so right now with the host of BetMGM tonight via BeckQL. He joins us each and every Football Friday, and that, of course, is Ryan Horvat. Ryan, appreciate the time as always. A happy 2024. What's happening, my man?
3: Happy New Year's, Zach. I hope you enjoyed the holidays. Hopefully, you're going to continue to enjoy the holidays because, uh, these bowl games, you know, especially with some steam, you never know what's going on with some line movement, right? Like Notre Dame, for example, I'm sporting the uh, ND shirt today ah. because i had a really bad number. I bet them as 11 and a half point favorites. Turns out Sam Hartman doesn't play in this game. Audric Estime doesn't play in this game. And it doesn't really matter what number you got because uh, they just won by 30 points. So that didn't really matter. But I'm excited for the college football playoff, man. I'm really excited to watch some games that actually matter, these New Year's games, and uh, it's the best time of the year, in my opinion.
2: Yeah, probably for what you do, I'm, you're not going to like my comment. I equate the bowl season outside of the college football playoffs to the NBA regular season. Like, I yeah. have no clue who's showing up. I have no clue who gives a rat's ass. And as someone that bets, it's almost a turnoff because you have no clue what's going to happen. Like, I hate I made a bet last night of the NBA regular season. I don't remember the last time I bet in the NBA regular season. It was Pistons money line just because everyone in the world was getting on it. And it was like 800 uh, plus 800, 850, whatever it was. Um, but it's so tough to bet these games because there's all these opt outs, the transfer portal, and guys are going to the NFL as well.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Like tonight, for example, you know, Missouri and Ohio State, we still have no idea. Now, I don't expect Marvin Harrison to play in this game. He hasn't practiced i probably wouldn't risk the injury but uh you know there's still not any confirmation which is funny which is why the number keeps bouncing from five and a half back to four and a half if he gets ruled out which i expect it's probably going to be six so if you like missouri you wait for the six and it's all just a big guessing game and sometimes it doesn't really matter that's why again with the playoff at least we know the motivation for those four teams you know everybody's going to be out there everybody that's healthy at least
2: All righty, Ryan Horvath, let's start off with the college football playoff, 5 p.m. Eastern, New Year's Day. So after all the partying, after all the food you're eating, you're going to sit down on the couch, you're going to do what we do best as men, and we're going to watch these games and we're going to stuff our face with foods and we're going to make a a, a lot of bets and hopefully we're going to win them. Alabama, Michigan, Michigan being a two-point favorite, I think this is begging you begging everybody to plus the two points with Alabama. Oh, you give Nick Saban a month. Of course, he's going to win the game, blah, 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 blah. Of course, Alabama could win this game, but I'm not picking them. I like Michigan. I think Michigan wins the game 23 to 20. Give me Michigan in a very uncomfortable line of two points
3: laying the two. How about you? I love it. And this is a perfect opportunity for anybody that followed the advice before the LSU game where you had the Jaden Daniels Heisman future still at eight to one and you had Alabama 14 to one. And I really like Michigan in this spot. If Alabama happens to win, that's fine with me. More money coming my way if they get through the, uh, you know, winner of the Texas and Washington game, of course. But, you know, here's the only thing that concerns me. I I also like Michigan. I'm going to say a lower scoring game. I think it correlates with an under. So I'll say like Mm 17-13. Michigan runs the ball on 55% of their plays this season, which is the fifth highest rate among power five schools. And J.J. McCarthy, he only attempted eight passes uh, in that November game against Penn State. You know, and if you look, he had a 69.7 passing grade, you know, in these last couple matchups. He hasn't really done a whole lot. Also, I wonder how healthy he is, but now he's had some time off. I think he's going to have to make some big-time throws in this game, but I think he's going to. I know he didn't last year against TCU. Um, Also, you know, Michigan, they've been really good against these quarterbacks that can move a little bit, except for Max Duggan last year, college football playoff. That was the last quarterback to go over 60 rushing yards. I just don't see it happening again. I think they're going to be able to contain Milrow in this game. I like Michigan on the money line. I also like the uh, under, but I'm fine with the two points as well. All righty. Texas
2: and Washington, 845 PM Eastern. I think this is a high scoring affair. There's going to be a ton of offense between Quinn Ewers and Michael Penix Jr., I think Washington continues to get disrespected. I know Texas, right? Every Tom, Dick, and Harry this week is going to tell you, Ryan Horvat, oh, it's the difference is the trenches. Texas is so much better in the trenches. I, you know, every, I heard for a week, got to take Oregon. Got to take Oregon. Oregon, a nine, nine and a half point favorite up against Washington. And I just think that this is another spot where Washington gets disrespected, and I don't know why they're getting disrespected. Like, I love Sark. I like Quinn Ewers. I, I love Kaitlin DeBoer. I like Michael Penix, So I, I want to see a great game here. I want to see a high-scoring affair. Um, I would probably, uh, what I'll do here is I'm going to plus the four, four-and-a-half points, and I do think that Washington is going to win the game
3: outright, and they continue to play that disrespect card. Completely agree. I'm going to go with Washington here. I think it's going to actually be a little bit lower scoring than a lot of people expect. I can see this being 28, 24, maybe, maybe 35, 32. I just, you know, Exactly what you said, and I bet Oregon in the Pac-12 championship game because I thought that that was the best offensive line in the country. Turns out Washington's offensive line is pretty damn good. Top five in the country, and that's the one way that you could affect what Michael Penix does. Texas is going to have to get some pressure in this game. Penix only completes 47% of his passes when he's outside the pocket, which is 84th among FBS quarterbacks also only completes, I believe, 59% of his passes against the Blitz, which is outside the top 50, but the good thing is that offensive line that I just talked about, top five, and Texas also just doesn't blitz a whole lot, just 35% of dropbacks, which is 73rd in the country, so I think we're going to see Michael Penix with a clean pocket going against that Texas secondary, which is still a little bit shaky, so I I think that uh, Washington's live in this game, and again, I mean, I don't think they're going to get bullied in the trenches. They didn't against Oregon, and Again, I like Sark, man. I really like Kalen DeBoer. So I'm not going to say Kalen DeBoer in Washington has the coaching advantage, but I trust them a little bit more in this spot here. So give me the points with Washington. I think this might be a classic game, kind of like USC Texas years ago when it was Matt Leinart and Reggie Bush against Vince Young and all those guys. I think it's going to be back and forth. So I'll take anything over a field goal here with Washington, who I think has just been disrespected all season long because of the conference that they played in.
2: You can always watch our show, youtube.com slash CBS Sports Radio. Ryan Horvat is here with us. And Horvat, the YouTube chat is popping off. And usually when that happens, they like want to say like, "Down with Horvat!" What another dumb pick by Ryan Horvat? They're actually giving you some praise, and they're actually saying you look like someone. Have you ever got that you look like Jake Elliott, the former Memphis kicker who's uh, the kicker for the Eagles right now? That's who Craig in the YouTube chat, YouTube.com/slash CBS Sports Radio,
3: is saying you look just like Jake Elliott. You know, I've never got that one, but I could see it, especially not a with bad the comp. Hair- so it's it's not it's not and I'll take it because and I his wife is very
2: good looking too Jake Elliott.
3: Yeah, he makes a little bit more money. Maybe maybe yeah. we could get his maybe we could get in like in his range if we have a really good college football playoff and we hit all three of our NFL picks. I believe we went two and one last week, mm-hmm. so we went to the parlay home. But I I'm glad to hear man because I went back home and now I'm used to the East Coast living in D.C. living in Maryland. Uh, you know, kind of like splitting time. I found my barber. I went back home. Uh, My brother in Chicago, out of business. He's retired oh, after no. six plus years. So I went to, and I hate to admit this. Well, I'm not going to actually. Hey, every sponsor could be a future sponsor, so I'm mm. not going to name where I went. But um, man, yeah, it was rough. The bad. Yeah, you look really a little
2: rough, rough this week. You look, you look like you could uh,
3: you know, you you look like you want to wear a hat, but you don't want to wear a hat. That and the fact that I've I've got so much sodium and garlic and butter and Italian. Mm. Be- I went back home, so there was a lot of deep dish pizza in uh, Portillo, the town chief. Now, that's one, that's one name I will drop because, yeah. uh, man, it didn't get much better than Pertillo's.
2: What, what, what did they have? The, the guy that was cutting your hair, he was like blindfolded? <laughs> it looked like he took a chunk out of your head
3: right here. <laughs> yeah, I was calling him Devin Leary outside of today because he was just, he missed the target. Uh, it, it wasn't good, man. Ryan it was like Tommy DeVito the last two weeks.
2: Yeah, the, the, the cutlets were burnt 100%. Ryan Horvat here with us. Cue me my NFL music. Let's get to some NFL picks. Horvat has been really hot as of late. So since you have the hot hand, we'll let you go first. What is the uh, first play for Ryan
3: Horvat? All right, I appreciate it. Let's actually, you know what? Let's go to the Giants here at five and a half. So we get Tyrod Taylor here. Tommy DeVito was a really fun story for a couple weeks, but I just think this is an obvious upgrade uh, with Taylor being healthy. And I really like this Rams team. I don't want to be cliche guy, but nobody wants to see this Rams team in the playoffs because right now they're trending towards being a top five offense. Kyron Williams might be the top fantasy back next season, especially if uh, Arthur Smith continues to uh, not use B. John Robinson. But this Rams offense, second in DVOA the last six games. They're 5-1 and one during that stretch. They've scored at least 28 points in five straight games. I feel like now is the time to fade them because you have the Giants who are going to look to play spoiler. And you have Brian Dayball coming off a loss. He's 10-5 uh, and five, uh, after a loss. I'm not the biggest trends guy. But also, we get the Rams. They're not going to be in the dome here. I'm hoping for some windy conditions. Uh, so give me the points, actually, with the Giants. Also, the Giants at home, their defensive splits much better. Not that they're a top-five defense, but I think they could keep this a little bit closer. So I'll take New York plus 5.5 here. All righty.
2: So Horvath goes Giants plus 5.5. I'm going to take a dog to start off as well and that dog is going up against an nfc east team and that's the philadelphia eagles i think the eagles have a lot of team chemistry problems right now i do believe philadelphia is going to win this game but even though jonathan gannon was wrong in how he departed philadelphia i do think the players in arizona like jonathan gannon and this is a big game for him so i think they're going to be there at the start give a good first half effort and maybe it gets away in the second half in the fourth quarter. Tyler Murray in this game is massive. And I just think Philadelphia is missing that team chemistry that they had from a year ago. Philly wins the game, but the spread is too big. I'm not taking the Eagles by 12 points up against any team right now in the NFL. So give me the cards plus 12 right out of the gate.
3: I agree. I'm going to pick, I'm going to do something I haven't done in a couple weeks here. I'm going to take a favorite and I'm going to take a big favorite. I'll take the Bills. I got them at 13. I still like them at 14. Anything over 14 and a half is probably a different story, but two touchdowns I think is fair. It's a revenge game. They lost to the Pats earlier this season, and they've they've dominated, though. If you look at it, they've won four straight games in their division by 12 points. They probably need to win out to get themselves in a situation where they're a playoff team. I mean, that game against Miami could be big. We might get winter uh, winter conditions. I was going to say windy conditions. We might get winter conditions looking at the radar right now in Buffalo. I just want freezing conditions in this game. I think right now, man, I love what the Bills have been able to do since they've moved on from Ken Dorsey. They're averaging over 30 points per game. Cook's been cooking on the uh, with the run game, and I, I think they're going to be able to run the ball against the Pats here. I know it's been uh, you know a fun story with the Pats and Bailey Zappi the last couple weeks. No, it hasn't. It's been horrible.
2: Before. They're winning games, and
3: they're screwing up the tank. Oh. I'm annoyed. Exactly. Well, I I think I got some good news for you this week. I think Buffalo beats up on them. I think they win this game by 17 plus points. So I like the bills. All right. You go back into the
2: favorite. Well, so will I. I, It looks like Will Levis is in line to start this week for Tennessee. CJ Stroud, though, is back. And getting uh, CJ Stroud back is spectacular news for the Houston Texans. I will take the Texans at home to win the game. And I like Houston to cover the four four point spread. So give me the Texans
3: laying for your final pick, Ryan Horvett. All right, uh, I'm going to go with a—well, uh, I like the total a little bit more. I like the over in Lions-Cowboys, but I'm actually going to take the points here with the Lions. If you look at the DVOA numbers, these teams 6-7, and seven, so they're both top 10. But the Lions barely get past Minnesota last week. Nick Mullins threw for over 400 yards against that secondary. I know the Cowboys have some fleas, especially on the road this season. They've been much better at home. But I'm looking at the injury report here. I just I think that the Lions are going to have some success in the middle of the field. Right now, the only thing I'm worried about with Dallas is the middle of the field. And you look at what the tight ends are doing right now for Detroit. I mean, I think that this is going to be a really big game here for Jared Goff, if they're able to keep him clean. I mean, that's the thing. Like, Dallas right now is number one in pass rush win rate. But I think if Goff's able to get rid of the ball quick, you know, use your tight ends, use St. Brown. That's the other area where Dallas is really struggling right now is covering the slot position. If you stick St. Brown in the slot, you have Laporta, obviously, at your tight end position. I think he's going to go over his 46 and half receiving yards. I think St. Brown has at least seven receptions. And I think Detroit keeps this game close. We get a lot of points. So I like the Lions, and I like the over here.
2: All righty, the last game that I'm going to pick. You know what? Give me a dog here, and it's basically a pick 'em. I was going to avoid this game. I was thinking about taking the Saints plus 2.5 against Tampa, but I don't want to have to root for Derek Carr. I, I, I can't stand him. And I was thinking about going Atlanta plus 2.5, but Arthur Smith really does annoy me because he's messed up their season. Um, I will go with Green Bay plus a point. They're going up against Jaron Hall and the Minnesota Vikings. This game is at Minnesota. Vegas clearly doesn't have a feel on it. So I'll just take the dog in this one, even though it's basically a pick'em. But give me the uh, the pack with Jordan Love,
3: plus a point. Ooh, ooh. I think you should have won Atlanta. I think you should redo the pick. I really I'm really. not going to do, gonna like do that. I'm not. I, think, I think you should go Atlanta. I really do like Atlanta. I worry a little bit about the Jordan Love-Green Bay pick here, only because... Jair Alexander, that suspension. Yeah, it's a good for, point. I, now we may, see, we may see Preston Smith trying to cover Justin Jefferson down the field. Man. Now, like you said, though, the Vikings are on their, what, fourth quarterback this season? So we'll see how that plays yeah, out. Yeah, but sometimes
2: but, you got to be uncomfortable to win money. And this is an uncomfortable pick. And I feel uncomfortable going with the Packers. So you know what? They have me just – I have them right where, 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 uh, where I want them. So, oh, Giants – Giants plus uh, five and a half for Horvath. Bills minus uh, 14. Did you make your final pick? Oh, yeah, the Lions yeah. plus I, five
3: and a half. Yeah, we're going to go with the Lions plus five and a half. But we do like the over a little bit more there. So. Gotcha.
2: And I go with the Cardinals plus 12, the Texans minus four, and then the Fighting Jordan Loves plus one, which Horvat clearly doesn't love that pick. Ryan Horvath, happy new year. Appreciate you doing this as always. Thanks so much, Zach. Enjoy the new year. All righty. That is Ryan Horvat from BetMGM Tonight via BetQL. It is the Zach Gelb show on CBS Sports Radio. We'll come back with our Ask the Pros question. But first up with the latest CBS Sports Radio update, here is Dexter Henry.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.